Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We're going to be talking about some prospects today and a new show we're very excited that's coming to John Boy Media. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you guys very much for joining us today. We hope you're doing well. Spring training's coming to a close. Next week is opening week, and we have a new show that we're gearing up to release right then. And we're going to talk about some prospects that will be coming up this year. My name's Jimmy. Jake's here in his Savannah Bananas yellow long sleeve. I have that same shirt. Exciting. We should wear it on the same day. BBD is in the corner. What are you doing? Uh, Glen Rock High School baseball shirt? Yeah. Short stay, though. Oh, yeah. He's per- BBD's going purple shorts, purple shoes, Trev. I think you'd like it or <laughs> hate it. I think you'd like it a lot. Yeah. All right. And then I we like have it. very special guests. Well, Trevor's here in tie-dye. Sorry, Trev. Very special guests. Jake, you want to do a grand intro? Roman style? We have. Oh, our Roman guest of the episode. <laughs> you do a Roman orator? We ha- Oh, like a uh, Roman. Uh, the town crier. New members of Jumbo Media. Kelsey Wingert, previously a Fox Sports South and Brave Sideline reporter. Thank you, thank you. Also, we are joined by today, former reliever, Peter Boylan. Oh, snap. That was lit. <laughs> hey, guys. Wow. It's Jake's town crier impersonation. Basically, you just have to get, you have to wind yourself on every sentence. I thought so. I was in the Coliseum for a second there. That was... We all did. It was great. Well, before we talk more about our fine guests and the new show coming your way, I got to tell you about Roman. And look, no one's perfect. Jake is proof of that. Even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. The best golfers sometimes three-putt with attorney on the line. So if you feel like you come up short in the bedroom sometimes, or in Jake's case, every time, it's perfectly okay. <laughs> but if it's bothering you, there are options. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation. Every and on- time? Every time, yeah. Tough. Yes, yes, yes. Jess is fed up. <laughs> <We're on the street. laughs> uh, okay. Um, uh, Tough. Uh, with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash JohnBoy and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Mm. Sounds nice. I just had a dumb visual mm. in my head that I have to bypass. I have to get past it. Get past it. I have to get past those. Uh, compete, uh, complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash John Boy now and get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. Have you done this yet, Jake? I have not, but I. Uh, Can you give me the details, please? Before opening day. When yeah. Trev gets here. Yeah. We'll test okay. it out. Test it out that weekend. He did get a nice hotel. Look, <laughs> there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get Roman. Dot com slash John Boy. All right. Thank you, Roman, very much. With that. Get Roman.com slash John Boy. Okay, got yes, it. Yes. Uh, Peter, Kelsey, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, as we said, uh, you guys will be having a new show on uh, the John Boy Media Baseball YouTube and a podcast as well. And uh, one of the main 
uh, things you're going to be covering is all the prospects and our fun, young, and growing game. So, I don't know. Do you get, do Let we want Kelsey to- go first because Kelsey was kind of the, the brainchild in the start of this. And as usual, Pete just jumped on a, a moving train and, and joined 100%. in. So, yes. Kelsey, what's up? Well, uh, Peter and I worked together here in Atlanta covering the Braves on Fox Sports South, and, and we're homies, and we just have so much fun working together. So whenever I was talking to y'all about potentially starting something on the network, you know, his name immediately came up in my conversation, and Jake, you scared the living daylights out of me because I was bringing up potential co-hosts, and I said Peter Moylan, and you're like, oh, I freaking hate that dude. Yes. And I thought, thought I'd do it, yeah. um, but... You were being, you were kidding because you talk every day apparently. Um, so kind of what what we want to do on this podcast, obviously we're talking about like the projects that you guys know about. You know, we're going to talk about the Torkelsons. We're going to talk about the Dahlbeck. We're going to talk about those guys. But we're also not just going to cover prospects. It'll be guys who are up and coming, maybe, you know, the, the 28, 29-year-old guys who are finding their taste in the show and, but international baseball, because Peter has such an extensive background in that, um, you know, he, he has a lot going on over in Australia. I know you're going to be going to Taiwan for something. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. For the okay. Olympic qualifiers. So um, just a bunch of stuff on the international front, a bunch of stuff with the prospects, a bunch of up and coming guys. Um, so there's just a ton of different stuff to cover and, the basis of it is we just want people to feel like a little bit smarter, which is what I feel like you guys do on this show. You walk away from this episode. If you listen, you can talk to your friends and give them some tidbits that they don't know. And we just want people to know a little bit more about the guys that you don't know as much about, but you're about to start hearing their name. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah, I think the line you wrote was like, we want people to hear about the guys they're hearing about. Like yeah, you just yeah. know their name and you guys are going to give more than just their name. Like, you know, uh, Bobby Witt Jr. I think everyone right now that's following spring training and following news and just reading tweets knows that name. I don't know anything about him besides he's a prospect that people think will be great. So I'm excited uh, for you guys to kind of give me more, more details and info. And there's so many young prospects and you guys with the Braves saw a lot of young prospects Jeez. come up and deliver. Yeah. Acuna, Albies, Pache this year, you know, it's a, it's an endless line. And I think with what's, what's so different about this year is because of the adjustment going from 60 games to 162, I feel like there's going to be a lot of roster moves that you may not have seen happen in a regular league year because of maybe not so much manipulation of the roster, but, but resting guys and making sure guys get through a full season and are ready for the playoffs. So you may see young guys that you've actually never heard of, and we'll, we'll bring you those guys as well. And I, I think I should go back to a second where Kelsey was mentioning some ideas and she mentioned your name, Peter, and I instantly said no. Uh, we became fast friends last year. Uh, I, I was constantly joking with Jim. I was like, yeah, I think, I think Peter Moylan's my best friend. Uh, I did my first ever Periscope and you jumped in live with me. Um, I and, did. And we, we had not met. I didn't really know what Periscope was. That was good. And then a hilarious thing happened the other weekend. Uh, we were shuffling around 
There's one room in my apartment that has two closets, and we were actually doing a closet swap. Wow, badass. Yeah, what? yeah flex. Why New did, why did wow. Jess want the closet that you took and you made you move? I honestly... That's like your touchy area. I still don't know, but the <laughs> closets had to be swapped for whatever reason. So uh, when she was swapping the closet, she moved my golf bag, and ah. she sent me a picture text and said, Hey, Jake, what the hell is this? And it looks like a baby Nike shoe, uh, which had her all sorts of scared. Uh, do you want to explain that, Peter? Sure. Uh, so quarantine hit. And everybody was stuck in their house. And a buddy of mine sent me a photo of his little girl's Jordan shoe on the top of his putter. And I came up with this idea that I was going to see if I can get this thing rolling. So I started a little company where I, I had some inserts manufactured and I then glue the inserts into these baby shoes and they actually fit perfectly onto your golf putter that you can roll around with any kind of Jordans that you want or Adidas or Nikes or Air Max. And, uh, yeah, it was a pretty cool idea. I haven't really tackled it too much, but I sent them off to friends. People think it's a cool idea. And then uh, a few people around Atlanta and now in New York are, are rolling with these putter covers. So, yeah, uh, after, like, five Twitter DMs and a Periscope, Peter Moylan asked for are. my address and sent me a putter cover, and now we're here talking – about baseball's top prospects and to 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 give you more love than I probably will ever again. Uh, and this was through Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey said when she reached out to you, she didn't even say the idea. She just said it was with the John Boy Media guys and, and you jumped on board. So excited yeah. for it because I, I know both of you guys are going to have fun and – I mean, you're baseball people. I mean, Kelsey, that's that was like the first thing you said. Like, you know, you've done other stuff uh, in the Atlanta area, whether Hawks or uh, I think some college football stuff as well. But you're you're a baseball person. You want to do baseball, and that's what that's what we're all about, man. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, baseball. I feel like if you're a baseball person, like you're deep in it. You know, I mean, I started in high school as the manager for my high school team, and I just fell in love with the game and. I haven't been with Fox Sports South since March 11th of 2020, which was I was working the game when Rudy Gobert tested positive and the whole season was canceled. Wow. And I was on that live show. And um, my last show wasn't going to be until March 31st. But then that ended my my stint there early. And man, not baseball last year as freak brutal having to watch games and not be a part of it and getting to listen to you guys has been the way that I have kept up talking baseball has been how I've kept up with the league and you guys are just so freaking hilarious and y'all have so much fun and look at I Trev's feel smile. like Peter and I have that I just said, look at Trev's smile. Yeah, that was Sorry, the biggest. I, lo I love compliments, so thank you very much. <laughs> I Typical here. I really do. You guys, I love that y'all are not a math pod because I'm not a math person, and I just feel like those pieces make us a perfect fit, you know? Man, I tried to do math on a show yesterday. <laughs> so bad. Like, I had the calculator out, and I was just doing, like, simple arithmetic wrong. It's, I wish it was a bit. And I'm not just dumb. Trev, you haven't talked yet, and I, I'm going to ask you if you remember your two plate appearances against Peter Moylan. 
Well, I don't think I did anything because I, I I try to only remember like the good parts of my my career. So I, I'm guessing I'm over two. If I had if I had to guess. Nope, you're not over two. Peter, do you remember them at all? I don't remember them, but I think it was one for two. One for two. Your first at bat, um, one one count, ground ball through Obviously. the shortstop third ball hole single. Oh, I got through the hole, baby. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was before the shift. That was before the shift. <laughs> and then, um, well, these are both in 2016, 2017, so we can find the footage of these. I watched and them. You watched them? So little, Peter left a little bit of a hanger. I don't. I couldn't tell if it was a slide or a change, which is a sign of a good pitch, and that's what Trev <laughs> pulled through the hole. And then 2017 A's Trevor Plouffe, which Trevor Plouffe doesn't speak kindly about. It uh, looked like a new stance, punchy Ooh. on the fastball. Trev, you tried to bunt in that at bat. Oh, Trev. I was trying anything. <laughs> I was such a bad baseball player. <laughs> and, whatever. You know, I'm one for two. I'm happy about yeah. that. Yeah. But I will say this. I, I knew you had a great career. I just went on your baseball reference page and it's pretty impressive. Yeah. So congratulations. Thanks, Trev. On everything that you accomplished. I'm serious. I mean, especially coming from Australia, dude. Like, Late bloomer. Ba- yeah, baseball's not a prevalent sport out there. I played with a bunch of Aussie guys. I love all of them. I roomed with them. Um, so, yeah, congrats on a great career. And I'm happy to have both of you here. I'm stoked you guys are going to be talking about minor leaguers and the prospects and, and letting people know who they are as people because I think that's super important. Because like Jim says, I feel the same way about all these guys. I know Bob Wood Jr. is awesome. I own a few of his rookie cards. Flex. But I have no idea what he sounds like or, or is his, about. I don't even know. Like, his, Is he a power guy? Is he an average guy? Is he he was this spring. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he was. I, I might hate Bobby Witt Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in. Find you, out. You start talking, <laughs> I might hate him. But at least I'll know. Oh, it's man. It's the knowing. It's the knowing. It's the knowing I need to know. So I'm happy to have you guys both on here. Uh, another ATL person or peoples. Yep. Here yeah. we're we're just you guys are so so uh, shout out to Ashland who does uh, is with us. Mansplain. And she does mansplain. We told we were talking to her last night. And we told her about this, and her jaw was like dropped in happiness, and she was like, "Those two people are loved in Braves uh, Nation." So that was cool. Excellent. Um, cool. Very cool. Uh, Peter, do you do I have to call you Peter? Is that too mm, formal, no. Moylan? Because every time oh. I've said Peter, I've felt like uh, that's too formal. Just call me Pete Moylo. Call me anything. I answer Moilo. the most things. Moylo, Moylo, okay. Ro- Roman, maybe. <laughs> Kelsey, you didn't know I had an Australian accent, so come on, let's uh... share share yeah. that share, share that story. You guys told us that story uh, when we were just to. chatting about the concept of the show, and I think it's oh, and Trev doesn't know, and Trev doesn't Perfect. know. So yeah, oh, go ahead, Kelsey. I I feel like I need to explain my side before, since you have exposed me. What ten minutes into this, um, <laughs> with Media, so. When Peter came back to the Braves, I heard from all the guys in the clubhouse, all of the fans, they were like, yo, this dude is going to be your favorite guy on the team. He's freaking hilarious. He's always pulling pranks. He's a favorite among the players and the fans. You're going to love him. Um, But they emphasized that he was hilarious, which, you know, we we all know that now. But 
So when we first were talking, I was going to interview him. It was spring training and I was going to interview him in the dugout. So we started talking in the clubhouse. And when you're in the clubhouse, you know, there's more chatter going on. So I didn't pick up on the accent in the clubhouse. And then we walk out through the dugout um, and we start doing this interview. And Peter is is faking this Australian accent. And... <laughs> I decided that he was trying to pull my leg since he's so funny. So in the interview, I start speaking back to him in my British accent because I feel like my British accent turns oh into my accent. <laughs> um, so Trev. Oh. I'm writing this for like a minute, right? And he's like, why are you talking like that? And um, I just thought he, I literally just thought he was faking this Australian accent. So he probably went on for like a minute and a half into this interview of me faking an accent, thinking he was faking an accent. And then, um, you know, I was like, this dude really is from Australia. And this yeah. accent is not fake. And I look like an absolute dingbat now. Um, and that's how Peter Moylan and I started our friendship. If there's one thing that you can't, it's very hard to fake an Australian accent. So that should have been the first, the first guess. But you came back with it wasn't like a, a proper British accent. That like, you sound like you're from London. It was that kind of. Mm. It wasn't the proper, well-spoken English. Pete, you should have uh, switched to an American accent on her and been like, "You're right. This was fake." Yeah. <laughs> Kept it going for a while. Yeah. When I have more than one glass of wine, um, the infamous British Kelsey comes out and mm. I just start speaking in a British accent, which I studied on YouTube videos to get it down, watched a lot of Love Island. So that's what I whipped out on Peter. Um, <laughs> and I just don't think I'll ever, I wish I had that footage. I don't think I'll ever, I was so embarrassed. I mean, it's, I someone just, has to have it. Yeah. It's good. <clears throat> we have a friend at Yes Network who can get us like any game footage from 1990 five on so someone's Ooh. you just got to find we'll that find guy it, find yeah. that guy for fox sports south that's an incredible yeah. story that's yeah. hilarious yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's pretty good was so i was so dead set that he was faking that and i don't remember I did, did we end up redoing the interview or did we just keep it as it was yeah no i think that fox was so afraid of looking for more that they <laughs> they made us restart the interview okay it's gotta Which be I somewhere I mean, you guys have heard the story, Cody Decker. Yes, he, Frank he did to, to Frank Core. So, I mean, you're you're still under that level, but it's still pretty funny. Pretty they funny told story. him Frank Core is mute, or they told him Cody Decker is mute, right? Or oh, a player on the team. It wasn't Cody Decker. It was a different player on the team. And Frank Core just like yeah, the okay. whole year, right? Yeah, he went for three months. <laughs> thought he was a deaf guy who just signed to him, and like, and then finally he was like, I can talk. <laughs> That's really funny. We uh, all heard that story. When we found out it was Je Jeff Francoeur, it made it so much better because it just fits his personality so well. That's awesome. How are you, uh, maybe before we get into some of the top prospects, I mean, you guys are still very much on Braves Pulse, Braves Country. You're still very involved in the mix down there. How are you guys feeling? I know, did our PPP just dro or drops tomorrow on Yeah, them? so you can't, you can't so do anything. So we, we won't get our... Our thoughts will be fully revealed tomorrow, Ad. Uh, how are you guys feeling? I'm, I know there's still a crazy amount of youth. You don't think of it net because these guys have been so good for the past two years, but where where are you guys at with the, the Bravos this year? The Bravos are locked in. I think there's still a couple of decisions to be made uh, on the bench. 
Gianza uh, looks like he's, he's might have snuck his way onto the team. Um, the lineup that they're rolling with today looks like maybe the opening day lineup. Austin Riley ran into a couple yesterday. So, I mean, it's if he can have a big year, I think that's that solidifies the lineup. But if you through six now, um, with a couple of question marks towards the end, but you know, it's it's the, the, the bench and the bullpen really is, is the only thing that, that is left to be a, a question. They lost a few guys in the back end of the bullpen. So Will Smith's going to be closing. Uh, Green is still a free agent, by, yeah. by the way, which is just yeah. baffling to me. Um, so there's still a few guys that, that, uh, that, that may get picked up towards the end of spring, but I just don't understand that right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see Posh Day put it together for a full year. I mean, what, as of right now, he has more postseason ABs than regular season AD. Um, but I, I mean, I just remember talking to, you know, cause Andrew Jones would be around them a lot. And the way that guys like Kipper Jones and Andrew Jones were talking about Austin Riley and Christian Pache. I mean, Andrew had told me at one point that Pache is the best outfield prospect he's ever seen. Uh, Chipper had told me Austin Riley had, had the, the ability to win a gold glove at third. Um, and just hearing guys like that sing their praises. And when Austin came up, I mean, he was just ripping it. He was ripping it. So we're hoping that, you know, he can fall back into that, make whatever adjustments he needs to make. But I haven't gotten to see Pache play in person. Obviously, nobody has unless you were able to go to the – do they have fans at the CS? And the DS? I think I mean, so. I think yeah. the CS. Yeah, I think in Arlington they did. Yeah. Yeah, so to see what they do, um, Acuna, I feel like every time I log on to Twitter, it's like a video of not just a home run, but like the sound that the ball is making – off of the bat, um, he's going to have a special year. So, I mean, it's I think it's their division to lose at this point. I mean, it's going to obviously be the best division in baseball, but I think it's the Braves to lose. We ran into a couple of things that we liked. I won't spoil all of them because it comes out tomorrow. Usually I forget everything we say we on the TPPs, again. but we did it like three days ago. But one thing we did say is last year when we did the team profile for the Braves, we challenged Dansby and we were like, you need to perform in 2020. Otherwise, it's kind of like you're not locked in anymore. And he had a great year. We now are put, giving that same challenge to a young, thick Austin Riley because he's got two years now. I think it's an 86 OPS plus both years. And there's a lot of good third basemen they can trade for if they need to and all that. So he's he's got to have a good first couple months, I think. And he, he can. He's got all the talent. Peter, but, how's uh, Johan Camargo been doing in spring? Uh, he's, he, not, he's not big. He's not doing he, – he had a great offseason. Uh, he had a great Caribbean series. And I thought he was going to roll into to, uh, spring training and be ready to go. I know he lost a little bit of weight. He's in some good playing shape. Um, he had a tough game yesterday, made a couple of throwing errors, made a couple of errors in the field. Um, I'm not sure. I think he's slated to be maybe one of the bench guys, but I'm, I'm not 100% sure. He is Peter, can I ask you about Camar- Camargo real quick? Yeah. Mm. Is he as hot as Ashland and all the other mansplain girls, Emily and Marla, say he is? His, his skin is close to flawless. Um, he, he's got the swaggy earrings going. He's got the uniform. He wears. Did you see the NASCAR style uniforms they were wearing in the Caribbean series? With like, he just made that look like it was. He looked like a car. He was. He was. <laughs> he's old, a good uni guy. Good uni guy. Like pants up. Can wear the pants up with, with pride. Doesn't have particularly big calves, but still pulls it off. So it's. Um, I like that. It's good. 
It's They've been be trying to sell me on him for, for months now. Well, have you ever seen... I mean, Pete, have you ever had a, a batter that, like, I fucked you the way Camargo <laughs> I fucks pitchers? Like, he just stands there and, like, a, he's just smoldering, like, sexiness the way he stares at the pitcher in the box. Some 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 people call it intimidation. Other people just want to look at you like they want to take your shirt off. Um, yeah. You know, it's each to their own. Make sure the Roman. I can't see. My, my vision's not very good, so I, I never <laughs> noticed whether hitters were looking at me or not. I was just too locked in. I got I, I got one for for uh, Kelsey. Um, is is Chipper just saying that about Austin Riley? Because I've had people say that about me too. I was never going to win a Gold Glove, but they wanted thanks, Jake. They wanted me to feel confident, and it that. worked. Is Chipper what? just saying that, or like, have you seen enough? Like, hey, this guy can actually move. He can go get it. Like, where's his ceiling? Is it is it a Gold Glove? The reason I don't think Chipper was just saying that was because he wasn't saying that in an interview setting where Austin, where Austin Riley would have even heard that he said that. Uh, Chipper watches, you know, he goes to a lot of the Braves games and has his seats right by the dugout. And it was just in a casual conversation because he was spending a lot of time with the prospects. Um, so I don't think he was just saying that. And the other thing about Austin Riley is, and you guys have kind of alluded to this, but like, he's just, he's somebody you want to see well because he's like a good dude, you know, and he knows his place in the clubhouse. And I mean, when he just came up, I mean, he was getting all, he was sending one out of the park every other AB and it was just catching all the headlines and then he cooled off. So we've, we've seen the potential, um, but he does have a good glove out there. I just think once he's able to get that consistency at the plate, it's also going to help him with the glove because he's going to be that much more confident being in the lineup and knowing that he can do it at the plate. But I don't think Chipper was just saying that because it wasn't anything that would have been publicized until right now. I like Love that. it. Uh, Pete, mm-hmm. we, I, well, first, yes. I you've probably told this story a, ton, a bunch, and you're going to tell a lot of stories about how people and international players find their way uh, on a path to MLB. Yeah. I, I need to hear yours, uh, and I – it's probably, let's see, how can I make this transition the smoothest ad transition ever? Uh, it's stressful. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, it's probably a stressful journey to uh, reach your dream. This is brought, the Peter Moreland story is brought to you by Cushy Dreams. It's smokable CBD. Uh, do you have some, Jake? Yeah. yeah. So it smells like God, weed, it tastes some. like weed, uh, but it's not. It's only got 0.3%, uh, 0.3% THC, so it's legal everywhere. But it will help you with your anxiety. It'll help you find uh, peace, give you energy, depression, pain relief. Uh, we like Cushy Dreams a lot. Mm. They also will, mm. you can buy a package of like the nugs so you can roll it yourself or pre rolls. Jake and I smoked it in the back alley, uh, like badasses, real cool Bronx stuff. Uh, you guys are so, so cool. Thank yeah. you. It was like a two minute session that we talk about. All the time. Now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, smoking is the fastest, most effective way to get CBD into your system. So it gets you that way. Also, if you like the smell, taste, flavor, it uh, it's all the same as high quality marijuana, but it's just CBD. Every run is a limited batch. Independent lab tests uh, show compliance and purity. So go to cushydreams.com, K-U-S-H-Y.com, and use promo code BASEBALL for 20% off your next order. Smoke your CBD with promo code baseball. We say this a lot, but it's true. We did like a tester run with them where we're like, we don't know if our if our audience will fully align with you guys or how it's going. Let's just test it out. They were like, 
We love it. And we had a lot of people message us like, hey, that stuff was awesome. So go check it out if you're interested. How does a 17-year-old find himself in Minnesota um, in 1996 Mm -hmm. uh, to play, play yeah. baseball. <laughs> uh, so I was, uh, we have a, we have a scout from every team in Australia represented in Australia. And they usually, uh, we have a national championship that happens for age groups, 14, 16 and 18. And they will scout those two weeks of, of tournaments. And they usually find a couple of guys every year that will sign, especially back in the day, you know, the Luke Hughes and the, these sorts of guys. There was an Aussie going over to, to the States or two or three Aussies going to the States every year. So I, I signed as a – I was actually a shortstop, but they signed me as a pitcher. Uh, I come over to Minnesota. I'm in Fort Myers. And um, I went from, you know, being a pretty good Aussie baseball player to running into 150 of the best guys that I've ever seen play baseball. So it was a little bit intimidating to start off with. Um, and then my my – my want to have fun took over from the, the, the focus of the baseball and uh, I didn't really give it all that I, that I should have. Uh, there was an incident down on Fort Myers Beach where it was spring break and I was 19 and it was fun and I got arrested and, and uh, the next day I got released. So came home, worked every single job you can think about I was a pool plumber, I was a concreter, I was a glass splashback installer. Uh, I eventually landed a few sales jobs. I was selling pest control for a little while. I was selling uh, lift chairs to retirement villages and nursing homes, you know, to help people get up out of their chairs. Uh, and then I was still playing and coaching club ball baseball in Australia because I just loved the game. Um, playing first base, hitting, pitching every now and then, and then I had a back surgery, so I stopped pitching. Two years after this, I was managing a team and we needed some pitching help, so I was messing around with a sidearm arm angle out in the outfield, started throwing, felt pretty good, jumped on the mound. That arm slot obviously agreed with me, and my velocity jumped. I didn't know my velocity jumped because there's no scouts at beer league baseball games. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize how much it had jumped until I was pitching for the state and the national team coach was watching other players with radar guns. And he comes up to me, kind of like the rookie story, he comes up to me after the game, he said, do you have any idea how hard you were throwing? And I said, no. He said, you were 94 to 96 Ooh. from a sidearm arming. What? So that, that started to get the people talking and um, I had got a couple of offers to go play in Taiwan and Japan and, and then they asked me to try out for the World Baseball Classic team, the first World Baseball Classic team in 06. Um, I ended up making the team. First it was a squad of 60, then it was a squad of 40, then it was a squad of 30 and I ended up making the team. Um, came in to pinch against Venezuela, Miguel Cabrera, Malco Scudero, Ordonez, all these guys. Um, walked five, punched out four. <laughs> Let's go. But was, but was blowing up the radar gun. Uh, and then the next day, Dayton Moore and JJ Piccola, who are now with the Royals, uh, walked me around the facility in Orlando and said, hey, we want you to give this a try. So um, called, called my boss, who I was – I took two weeks annual leave to come and do this. So I had to call my boss and say, hey, you're going to have to find another sales rep. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I, I packed for two weeks and ended up staying for eight months. And two weeks into the AAA season, I was in the big leagues and made my debut. That's I was going to say you you went straight to AAA after all that, right? Yeah, and yeah, you were AAA. You were twenty eight then, twenty six, twenty seven, twenty seven. Yeah, that's wild, man. 
You, Trev, are you so, sure they have 30 different scouts in Australia? It's not just one guy with a bunch of aliases. <laughs> there's, 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 there's at least, there's probably three or four teams that aren't represented. I think, uh, and if it's, it'll be like a low level guy, you know, he can, he can, he's not going to sign anyone, but he's going to, he's going to make sure that people are aware of guys that are in Australia. Yeah. Trev, I know your eyes lit up a lot during that, but especially being a young kid partying in Fort Myers beach, care to comment? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's probably times I should have been arrested on Fort Myers Beach. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, but that's that's an incredible that's story. Awesome. Now, can you imagine if you didn't make the Australian World Baseball Classic team, throwing 94 to 96 sidearm? That'd be an epic fail by whoever is managing. Yeah, it would, be. It Dar- would be. Darren O'Day has the same story, and I mean, he was with the Braves. Did you guys chat? Like he he was playing in a men's league. Yeah. Uh, fuck around league and just started yep. throwing sidearm because he was just having fun and then his body agreed with that and now he's had uh, a renaissance unbelievable yeah and he developed the finchy which is the the one pitch that i wish i could uh, i could have worked out how to do which is that that ball that trev you'd know that one that stays true through the zone instead of actually sinking he developed that and that just that just changed everything for him. That's that's any sidearm guy that can throw that ball that stays true is, is gonna have some yeah. success. So any, it looks like it rises. Any uh twenty four to twenty six year old guy that was a pitching prospect but now is just playing in beer leagues, like drop that arm down, see what see what's going on. You should see the amount of guys in Australia throwing sidearm now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, you're <laughs> like nice. I mean, aren't you're the third ten third highest tenured Australian MLB player? Yeah. Yeah. Well Liam Hendricks will get there. Yeah, but I mean, it? so it's there's a lot, of, a lot of people looking at you uh, saying, I'll do that. That guy made right, it. Right, Grant Balfour and Graham Lloyd. Oh. Okay. Yeah, then Liam will get there. Liam will definitely get there. Hey, yeah, were the gonna... twins, they must have been on the forefront of the Aussie brigade because I, I, could, I could rattle off like seven or eight Aussies that I played with. There was a scout by the name of Howie Norsetter that was just trying to give everybody as many opportunities as he could. And he signed Grant Balfour. He signed Liam Hendricks. He signed myself. Uh, you know, so there's, there's been a, there's been a good history of arms. We haven't had a lot of bats come through Husey and, and Justin Huber. Um, Justin Huber could hit just, man. Yeah. So there was he a could hit. Joe Quinn from 1884 to 1901. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That guy got Joe on the Quinn. wrong boat. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get from Australia to the U.S. from there? That accident. guy was a criminal and he escaped. He jail. was from uh, Queensland, so it was just an accident. They're crazy oh. up there. <laughs> you know. I'm, yeah. I'm done talking about these sidewinding prospects, finding it and making it, Kelsey. Can we talk about some real prospects? Because that's what, that's what you Ooh. guys are going to be doing. And I know you guys have you've sort of mapped out the first uh, couple preview episodes a little bit. So I, I don't know. Do you want to start going with a couple individuals or, or maybe get people in the mindset? Do you want us to give a preview of what these first three little clips will be about? Give a little or preview. Or should we save our, our subjects? It'd be good to good to let me know too, Kels. That'd be good just as we can, so we can nut it out while we're on the air. That'd be good. Work it out. So I, I, what we want to try to do with these first three episodes is kind of show the different types of prospects or up and coming stars we're going to cover. So one of our episodes is going to be going in depth on the bandy boys, slider and rocker who are just, I mean, the the seasons that those guys are having right now is insane. Uh, They they are, I mean, Peter will talk about it, but seeing those two guys at the same school, just work their way. I mean, you know, rocker expected to go number one overall, but lighter could knock them off of there if he keeps rolling. So 
We'll talk about them in one of the episodes. We're going to recap the 2020 draft in one of the episodes. Uh, and just kind of how they've, you know, a little bit more summary on them. And then what's unfolded this this past year, obviously, it's been weird. Uh, a lot of the pitchers weren't, thro- weren't in games at the big league camp, but they were up at the big league camp during bullpens or live BP, whatever it may be. Um, and update them, their ETAs. And then the third episode, we're kind of waiting to see if there are any big names that are going to crack opening day as we get closer. I know, Jake, when we were texting earlier, we threw around the name Andrew Vaughn, who, I mean, you've got oh, on White Twitter Sox. and his everywhere. Wait, did y'all see what the article that came out in USA Today and the White Sox came out and said, we are not going to manipulate his time. If he's good enough to make it, he's going to make it. Like, thank God. Yeah, it's nice that they have to come out and say that. You know, this time we're not going to manipulate the time. I know usually. Well, they we do. said they basically said that he made the team. It was it was uh, they were talking to the GM and he said, well, that that sort of news has to come from the manager, not the general manager. So I think he's gonna I think he's gonna make the team. So that's something that we'll talk about. And I wanna I wanna talk about the guys that are that are potentially gonna gonna suit up for the Olympic squads uh, leading up to the Olympic year this year. So we've still got two two qualifying tournaments that that they have to play in. Um, there's only two spots left, so it's going to be Wait, tough. The USA US can has make a, the Olympics. US still can make the Olympics. Yes, sir. Wow. Want to play, Trev? No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. But I thought they were done. Did they just open some loophole for the US or what? No, 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 no. There's there's the last chance qualifying. Uh, okay. I think it's in the Dominican Republic. One's in the Dominican Republic, and one will be in uh, Taipei, Taiwan. Um, and feel-good stories like Brent Honeywell from the Tampa Bay Rays, yes. tw- 1,200 days without throwing a pitch. And so that's that sort of thing that we're going to talk about. I, I, I'm really excited about it. You know. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, I know uh, I, I mentioned Andrew Vaughn just because our, our White Sox preview came out and we were talking about Eloy and DHN and they have a couple bodies there. Uh, and then, yeah, all the White Sox fans come in and that's why we always say, like, you know your team better than us. Uh, is that all this Andrew Vaughn stuff's coming out now? And I don't think he's gotten that bat above high A, but people are talking about but him. But he's as a college the, guy as the DH. So that those are the stories that I, I'm so excited for because it, it happens around the league, and especially to start the year and coming off the weird year last year. And there's so much young talent in this game. We uh, we always reference it, but our winter meetings when Bob Costas was on Flex. Um, he, he just, everything he said was so beautiful and awesome. And he was talking about how talented all these guys are now. And, and whether it's the guys, you know, you know, the Arenados or Byron Buxton covering the outfield, but now all these guys who are coming up and Garrett Crochet casually pumping a hunch and, um, McClanahan on the Rays pumping a hunch and coming in for the playoffs. Like there's so much young talent in this game that needs to be highlighted. So I'm, I'm so excited for you guys to run with it and and get weird with it at the same time. Yeah, we're going to touch on some other things. I'm going to go on rants. Like, I'm going to call Trev out for the substance abuse that he threw on people yesterday about sticky stuff, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be fed. Ah, oh, good time to get off Trev. Yeah, yeah he perfect. scared the hell out of him. All right, we're both having issues. Trev, you didn't miss anything, which is good. I just pulled up uh, Andrew Vaughn. Guess uh, in in fifty four games his sophomore year of college at Cal. Guess his slugging. I'll I'll let anyone try and guess. 
It's incredible. Didn't we do this already with him? No, we did it with um, the Rangers guy with the nice neck. Mm, Josh Young. Oh, Josh Young. Josh, Josh Young. Young. Yeah. All right. His, he slugged 819. Sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> As a sophomore, Cal. He hit 400, too, right? Yeah, he hit 400. Um, on base percentage was 531. Slugging was 819. He had 44 walks and uh, 37 extra base hits. Barry Bonds. Not bad. Incredible. Not bad. Um, oh, sh- damn it. I had a question or. Uh, okay. I forget. Sorry. Damn. I lost it. Would have been gold. <laughs> oh, do you know? I was looking up. So I was bored last night um, and I was looking up the hardest hit balls of spring training so far. And I was very, there's the name of the guy who's hit the hardest hit balls. The most over 100 exit velo was a name of a prospect that I don't know. So I didn't want to put anyone on the spot if you guys also don't know him. But if you did, that would be cool. Uh, Derek Hall, Derek Hall, he is in the Phillies camp. I was surprised that it was a name. It was like, you know, it was like Judge, Acuna, Stanton, Derek Hall. Derek Hall. Yeah. Wow. I have no idea. I mean, I wanted to, like, tweet out, like, to or, or Phillies fans, like, who is this dude? But, yeah, like, he has, like, double the uh, – he has double the amount of 100-mile-per-hour exit velo hits than, like, the third. D-A-R-I-K. Derek Hall. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. C-K. D-A-R-I-C-K. Yeah, I don't know who he is. He's an iron pig, Trev. That's your home country up there. Yeah, he, he probably <laughs> – has heard of the stories about my Phillies legendary career. <laughs> so he's trying to follow in those footsteps. I get it, Derek. Proud of I him. get it. Is I he a big boy? Uh, 6'4, 232. Yeah. yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> Love that. Are the Iron Pigs the team who has the shirts that you can scratch? It's like a piece of bacon and you scratch it and it smells like bacon. Uh, I didn't know that, but it sounds exactly like an Iron Pig's piece of merchandise. I have one of those. It, you, it's a piece of bacon on the shirt, and you scratch it, and it's like one. Of I've those. never been more embarrassed to wear a uniform than that last year when I was in AAA because they made us wear silly ones. We literally had a piece of bacon strip as our hat. Uh, then we were like, we were the chupacabras, I think. Oh. And we had like neon green uniforms and all you know how it is, man. They make you just they make you look so crazy in the minor leagues. I got to play for the Simpsons team. That was good. Albuquerque <laughs> Isotopes. That was uh that was a highlight for me. That was actually that was a highlight of a year when I became a pop up guy for the Los Angeles Dodgers as a right handed specialist. That was fun. <laughs> Golly. Pete, Dodger you, legend. Peter you've seen Moore. a lot of the yeah. a lot of the country. You've probably seen more of the country than the average US citizen. Do you have a, a favorite region? Yeah. Um, I love Chicago. Uh, I love Chicago. Uh, and San Diego is pretty hard to, to pass up. A um, couple of minor, Nashville, little minor league cities. Uh, Nashville's was in Columbus. Sneaky. Ooh. Whoa. I mean. Sneaky. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Sneaky. You went San Diego, Chicago, Nashville to Columbus? I just want to just give you an idea of where I'm at. It's, it's a beautiful okay. place. This place is amazing. Okay. Sneaky place. good clubs too. Kelsey's the college right there, right? Mm, maybe. Kelsey, you're you're uh are you Texas originally and now you're kind of Atlanta? So I mean do you just keep it proud down there? You got you got some sneaky spots? 
I mean, so I was, I, I collect bats from all the ballparks I've been to, and I wanted to move them over here, but you can't see it in my shot. But I've been to 22 of the 30 ballparks. Okay. A lot of the AL teams I haven't been to, um, because they're obviously, you know. Um, but I think my least favorite city, Ooh. if yes. I can that yes. Cincinnati. Every single morning I would wake up in Cincinnati. I was like, I'm still in Cincinnati. Um, <laughs> I know, Rev, you went to the mall there with somebody. I have no clue where the mall is. I would walk around downtown, try to find it. Um, didn't like Cincinnati. Yeah. Shout out to Red's fans. Yeah. yeah. yeah shout out Red's fans. That's fine. You know what? I'll, ba- I'll back you up. I, <laughs> there's nothing too special about Top Ellie's. Top Ellie's. Uh, like I didn't have a bad time there. In fact, I went to a great steakhouse there. But if we're just talking yeah. about comparing it to the other major league cities, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, it. I loved, I obviously love PNC Park, is probably my favorite ballpark just because of the, the view. I love going to Denver, love Coors Field, love where our hotel is located in downtown Denver. Um, where would be my favorite cities? Now you're speaking city? Jake's language, old yeah. Denver boy. God. Hey, uh, we also, Pete, I know that Jake DM'd you once. We were doing our uh, radio show where we do trivia uh, on Wednesdays, and we stumbled upon your postseason game log. And, like, we didn't know if your fielders got paid off by the other team or, like, what was going on because, two, you came in to get the last out induced the last out and the infielders booted it to like turn the game like brutal so here's some bad memories for you can you talk on these bad times it was it was a that was a tough series we we went into that series and we'd lost uh chipper jones uh game one we lost billy wagner to a hernia Mm. uh martin prado went down so we sort of we didn't really have a lot of guns that were still left. And uh, unfortunately for Brooks Conrad, who's still one of the greatest teammates that I've ever had, he just had a, he just had a bad, bad series and, and uh, misplayed a couple of balls and, um, you know, a couple of, couple of managerial decisions and a couple of relief outings that didn't go our way. And, and uh, the, the Giants ended up winning in 2010. Yeah, the Giants ended up winning that year. So uh, we had a, we had a really fun, awesome you know they talk about chemistry and you can't and that sort of thing but that team was probably the most fun i've ever had on the baseball field because it was just a we had troy gloss playing first base for the first half of the year and then we traded Derek lee we're talking about like guys superstars yeah it was awesome it was it was a lot of fun we we should have we deserve better yeah i uh i'm remembering that now and i (laughs) your your response to me was Tough to come back from. Thanks for the sweet memories, though. O'Day will be great on your show. So <laughs> when when we do get Darren O'Day for talking Yanks, he'll be a good time. So it's yeah. a, net net. Yes, that's a win. Okay, now for something good to balance it out. Do you know what batter you struck out the most? Do you have that in the memory bank? Dan Ugla. Dan Ugla. Wow. Yeah. Sorry about it, Dan. Yeah. Shout out to Dan though, because he did take me deep in his last at bat against me for the Marlins, and then he became my teammate, so he had the bragging rights. Ooh. Ah. You faced him twice after that, though. Yeah, with the Nationals? Yeah. Do you know how many guys got multiple home runs off of you? 
None. None. Wow. No, wow. no repeat customers. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. Wow. It's pretty exciting. Sinker. You know, it's, it's just a, it's a get agile free card. Hit the ball on the ground. Now, trust me, that didn't work in 2018. Check those stats out. I was taking <laughs> missiles off Jay Carrietto, and it was time for me to get out. It was time to get out. We didn't yeah. do this at the top of the show, but Pete and Trev both requested that I I do the new patron. So this episode, oh wow, this episode was brought to you by uh, Alex Harmon, Brian, Maximus McElroy, Scott S, Mark Bessie. Now this one, I don't know if it's a typo um, on my sheet or mm. a typo on the birth certificate, but it says uh, <laughs> Peter, Peter with an I before the first E. I'm looking at it right now. So like, it's like Dutch Peter. There's a typo here, or there's a typo at the hospital. I have met a Peter who spelled it that way. wasn't American. Pronounced Peter. Pronounced Peter. Yeah. Interesting. You've got some good ones that coming. Seems, out like quick, seems like a quick. Seems like a quick fix. We yeah, we all told them it was wrong. Uh, Shane Block, Henrik Streit, Nathan Payne, Jonathan Rodriguez, Nate Bohawk, mm. Travis. Oh, that's just a prank. Hi to Prem. Hi to Prem. Hi to Prem. That's so. Hide the Prem. Hide the Prem. Yeah. So I got a couple there. I think uh, those. That was an easy batch. Yeah. Pieter. I don't know. I thank thank you guys for wrestling the technology. Any any other baseball takes you guys have been needing to rip for a while? Any World Series any picks? Player, World Series player to watch. On sneak, air. Sneaky team. Trev wants your World Series picks. My World I'm Series pick. Spell. I'm looking up that spelling of Peter. Peter. It says um, it's a variant of the name Peter, and it may refer to pituri. Pituri is a mix of leaves and wood ash, traditionally chewed as a stimulant. Ooh, like um, that. By Aboriginal Australians, widely across Thank the continent. Peter. Wow. Wow. Back to you, Peter. I wrote a yeah. thesis on uh, the Aborigines. Thesis paper. Did you? Yes, I wrote a yeah, thesis. One of my thesis papers was on uh, treatment of the Aboriginals. Yes. Wow. I not lived there, good. so I was always interested. No, not good. They have a National Apology Day. Correct. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks for your baseball takes with the Aborigines. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tough. <laughs> Nothing else? We want to talk about Australia? Ayers Rock, Uluru. That's where oh, I first saw him. He's an Aussie. He's there. No, I, li- I live there. That was when I first saw uh, an aborig- my first Aborigine person still, just chilling outside of like a somewhere outside. It was called Ayers Rock when I lived there. Now they've changed it back to Uluru, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're not allowed to climb up it anymore. You used to be able to, used to, be able to Climb up it oh, climb you're up not it. allowed anymore? No. No. It's like heritage listed now. That makes sense, I guess. Kind of crazy, though. Yeah, it's massive. Just a massive rock just in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like alien type stuff. Anyway, all right. Well, everyone be on the lookout for Farm uh, to Fame. We're recording like uh, we're batching like three mini episodes to just kick it off, right? And then uh, we'll, we'll, yeah. it'll be once a week. There will be uh, segments on the YouTube channel and then full episodes on the podcast and clips everywhere and socials everywhere, and we're going to get it going, and I'm very excited for it. 
So that damn John Boy Media baseball page is. Oh, also, you guys are going to be on a team. It's going to be the two of you, Trevor and Chris Rose, in the John Boy Media Homer draft that we're doing uh, Monday through Friday. It's property versus property versus property versus property. So the three of us in this room, talking Yanks, will be on a team. Um, The four of you will be on the John Boy Media baseball team. And then Mansplain Baseball will be a team. I thought you guys cut me from your team. No, you're, we, trying you're to go back to the, on. I'm back on. Yeah, you're back on. We Huge, because I didn't want to be. Yeah, with those other yeah. People. Get away from yeah. the producers. And then, just so, so you guys, uh, I might be breaking this to you, or I think you knew. And then, uh, so get excited, you guys. Trev, you're not happy about this. Uh, I'd rather fly solo. No offense to anybody. No, oh illegal. Just saying that right oh now. Uh, illegal. You're on the John Media team baseball player. team. All right, fine. I love the I love you guys, but you know that's I, I love picking my homers. I love picking homers. Well, maybe they'll let you be captain for like a week and see how you do. Okay. You can be captain. Yeah. Okay. Don't want that. Yeah. You guys, yeah, you guys don't want that. BVD. <laughs> Peter, just because you're older than me, stop trying to you know be the boss. All Did the you time. win the oh. homer draft last year, Trev? Didn't you lose? Okay. Now we're just. I don't remember. Up. We all t- I <laughs> well, swear we all like two. tied like with everything. Prop bets, all that stuff. I didn't win. It did bleed into the postseason. Jake yeah. came in last place, and we had to like make a rule up to like mm. keep him alive you in the postseason. Made that is a true. rule up to stay alive in the regular season. So don't go there. You I didn't make up any rule. You don't want the horns. Um, Zach made up some rules. Zach's, Zach's quadruple day. Ploof won. Ploof won. Ploof had 30. Uh, Jake and I tied with 28 each. Braves World Series? Is that what you said at the NP? Yeah, it's Braves World Series. It's going to be tough to beat the West Coast teams, but i got to say Braves. You know, okay. it's, it's, uh, Can't not. How about the Can't Dodgers not. are going to do this? Good. You know, you see all the teams fall off, but then you go and get power. I th- They're going to be pretty good. Gonna I think back. it's going to be tough to beat them. They're going to be back. It's going to be, yeah. I think it'll go through them. Work. So, Come on, Braves. Braves got to do it. Come on, Braves. Come on. That's all right. Well, I think, you know, for so many internets, the tech didn't yeah, do that bad. We fought. Good job by BBD, Wrangling it all, and everyone else. Thank you guys for coming on. Uh, we are very excited. I think a lot of people are excited to uh, find about out about these young players and get more baseball talk. So looking forward to it. Thank you, guys. We are very excited, too. And... Ooh.